0: what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh.
1: Brothers in Tech is a weekly podcast focused on personal and home technology, helping provide you, our fellow brothers and sisters in tech, with some information, assistance, and recommendations. It's time again for the Brothers in Tech Suggestions episode, or Bits episode. Each of the brothers brings to the table two items they'd like to recommend. Could be an app, could be a website, could be a gadget. It's all here for you today on Brothers in Tech. Hello and welcome to Brothers in Tech here on the Mesh.TV podcast network. My name is Alan Jackson. I am one of the two brothers in tech you will meet on this week's episode. The other one is the face staring across from me here on the computer screen. You're my welcome. brother, in, my brother, my brother in tech, uh, Brian Jackson. How you doing, Brian?
0: Yay. Alan, I'm doing, I'm doing really well. I'm, I, I'm sorry I freaked you out there by looking directly at you as, uh, yeah, as you I talked. Have,
1: <laughs> I have tried to make it very clear that you're never to look directly at <laughs> At the camera, at me.
0: Sorry, I'm sorry. So I've had a couple drinks, you know. I'm just kind of staring off into the into the abyss. To divert
1: here. your eyes, just off the camera, <laughs> to us to not establish direct eye contact. Uh, um, that is, I mean, in all seriousness, isn't it kind of funny how we're also used? I mean, nobody ever looks directly at the camera. No,
0: no. When never. they're on a
1: webcam, never. So when somebody actually does, it does kind of freak you out a little bit, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You just did it. And it <laughs> totally freaked me out. I don't know if it was just because it was you or the, what you were doing with your eyes, but either way, it was it was disturbing.
0: Yeah, no, um, it's just true.
1: But it is interesting. I, I like. I just keep thinking every once in a while, like I'm on a call, and I know my eyes are off camera because I'm looking at the person or I'm looking at my own camera. And then the minute I actually do decide I'm going to glance up at the camera, I know I'm I'm looking strange to that. Right. Way. So yeah.
0: So Alina, what what point what point do you think they're going to put? cameras behind the screens and like actually embed them behind the screens because you've got that to would be, be super cool. Something.
1: Yeah. you yeah. got to think there's the technology to do that. Um, having uh, it embedded behind the screen. So it's not yep. visible, but it is able to kind of, uh, kind of a one-way directional thing where it's able to kind of come through the pixels and that way you're looking directly at your screen like you would looking at the people you're talking to and it looks like you're looking right at them
0: yeah yeah you could put it down a little bit it doesn't have to be in the dead center of your screen you put you know whoever you're talking to at the top and you could actually have you know eye-to-eye conversation so
1: one of these days that's uh (laughs) that's brothers in tech That's, That's our suggestion up. for this week. One that was a good ep, good episode. Um, <laughs> no, right. actually, today actually is even more fun than what we oh, were just talking about, and so that exciting. is our today. We are going to be having our brothers in tech suggestions episode. This is yeah. our kind of once a month we try to do this, where we get together and we uh, surprise each other with our tech suggestions. It is the brothers in tech suggestion, so you can acronize. That down to Say bits. It. Say
0: it. Yeah, there it is. B i t s. The
1: bits. <laughs> thank you, Brian, for that nice idea. Oh, gosh, um, you know, it's yeah, been a while since the-
0: I've brought that up again. That I, I said that. That's so, right.
1: yeah, I'm gonna give you the, I'm gonna give you the kudos on that. Thank I thought you. it was good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but Brian and I both have two suggestions, tech related. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the only rules are they can be anything tech related. Could be a gadget. Could be a an app. Could be a uh, uh, a website could be a service or anything else that's tech related uh we're just going to each recommend something that we've been using or tried that we think is worth uh checking out and and why we like it so uh that's what yeah, we're gonna do. I love it and I think we both have two, so let's go kind of ping pong back and forth. How about uh Brian? I'm gonna let you go first and uh-huh. you can tell me. Your first brothers in tech suggestion for this episode.
0: Well, thank you very much. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start out. I'm, I'm gonna preface my my app with one of the um, one of the needs that I have when I'm on my computer is to try not to. Uh, make a lot of clicks necessary in order to get the information that I need to get to. Uh, mm-hmm. The menu bar is something that is my friend. Uh, the menu bar, for those that uh, don't know, or if you're not on a Mac, the very top of the uh, the screen, the top right usually has lots of icons, and that has become somewhat of a tray where you can have something up there, um, and click on it and have something appear some sort of app appear it's kind of like the dock that's at the bottom of your your screen but it's always up there and uh and it also can be activated with some keystrokes so i'm going to preface it that way and say i really enjoy menu bar apps things that i can do a keystroke in order to see something one of my favorites is fantastical which is not my pick by the way but my calendar is up in the menu so I can click my keystroke that I have designated for it. The the calendar drops down and I can see it very quickly. What week are we on? What's next week? Mm -hmm. All of that. Well, I'm going to preface it with, I love menu bar apps. And I'll also put another preface in here. That is, I despise the built-in contacts app on Macintosh on the Mac, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The contacts app to me is absolutely it's just useless. I never pull it up. Uh, uh, I'll, you know, the only time I really use it will be when I haven't sent someone a text before. And so they're not popping up in my messages already, or I haven't sent them an email in a while and I need to search for someone. Uh, but I find so many issues with uh, that contacts app and I and I really think it's fairly useless for me. So, um, So I went looking for a Contacts app that I could access the same way that I access my calendar, which is a keystroke, have it drop down from the menu and let me access uh, my contacts that way. Mm-hmm. So I have one uh, that I've been using now for oh, I don't know probably six months. Um, it's called Card Hop, C-A-R-D-H-O-P. Okay, Card Card Hop, and what it is is very simply it's a it's a menu bar application. So when I Click on my keystroke; it drops down a, a, a tray from the uh, from that icon that lists all my uh, my um, contacts. Each one of them has an icon next to it for video or for message or for email. And so, if I just want to quickly see who it is, click message, and it will pull up the message uh, mm-hmm. messages app to be able to send them a text. Click mm-hmm. on the email, uh, the little um, mail icon. And it pulls up my default mail uh, and sends him an email as well. Uh, probably most useful is when I need to add someone. It's very easy to, you know, when I when I do the uh, the keystroke, it drops down immediately. I'm, I'm in the search box. So it kind of puts the icon in the search of that, uh, of that drop-down menu. And I can go ahead and type the person's name or start typing the name to see mm-hmm. if they're in there. If they're not in there, I can do quick add and be able to add that person in so it's the same functionality as what the contacts app does Mm -hmm. but i just find that the contacts app for me for one i use it so rarely and then when i do need it it's it's this whole process Mm -hmm. of pulling the app up trying to figure out did i include them what directory they're in what folder are they in all that sort of stuff and this Mm -hmm. makes it really really easy to because at times i find i need someone's contact um Again, I haven't sent them a message before, so they're not in a, a most recent message. I haven't sent them an email before, so they're not in the, and they're not just going to pop up in my email, but I know I may have their phone number or I know I may have some uh, address for them. It makes it really easy for me to just do a keystroke, drop it down, type in their name, see it, and then I can do whatever I want with that uh, information.
1: A couple, couple questions. questions, yep. if I can, on this. Um so I know, and I know you mentioned Fantastical, but did you mm-hmm. did you mention that it's the same company that makes Fantastical?
0: Oh, well, I did not. But I think that now that I think back, that's probably the reason that I originally went to it. Flexibits, yep. I think.
1: Right. Flexibits makes Fantastical, which is their drop-down calendar app. So yeah. now they have also have this drop-down contact app, which makes sense. Synergy. Um, Synergy. Yeah, that's good. And, it, and they do have versions on iOS forward as well it looks like okay, okay. and i have not um, used
0: the ios app yet i would yeah. say
1: yep. so in card hop um, detect or in any way like if you're see one thing i do kind of i like with the synergy of, of the mac contacts app i don't ever hardly ever open it i don't really ever have to need to but if I if I'm in an email or if I'm in a, or if I get a text message, the idea of saying can I go and quickly create a new contact from that text message number right. I just or that email address, will CardHop kind of work the same way? Can you if you get text if somebody texts you it's the first time they've ever texted you You want to add them to CardHop? Is it? I'm just curious. Yeah. About
0: well, what's nice about CardHop it is it acts very similar to. Um, what uh, what uh, Fantastical is, which is it just it's just reflecting your built in calendar accounts that you have on your Mac. So your oh, your contact okay. accounts. So you can go ahead in your messages and say add this new contact, fill in the information. It's going to then show up in Card Hop as well. I got it. Okay, yep. so you're Her not Card is, repli- is not replacing its, not its own. The, no,
1: it's not replacing the core Apple contact database. The database it's just is just giving same. you a Correct. different view of and better access to it. Correct. So I could still open up the Contacts app on the Mac and still see everything in there. Everything's going to be synced. Yeah. This is a a, this is a portal. This is a view into your contact database. Correct. Which is the same thing
0: that Fantastical does. Right. Whenever you add your calendar. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just it's very similar to Fantastical in that Fantastical with your calendar, you can tell it I want a certain view of my calendar. So maybe I have several calendars on my um, uh, on in my accounts but I only want to view a certain number of them. And then you go to the built-in calendars application. It allows you to do that same thing, but they don't mm-hmm. always mirror each other. It's, but the underlying database is going to be the same. So mm-hmm. same thing here, contacts. You can, you'll can you see whatever it is that, uh, that you add into your contacts or add into your data. Well,
1: here's the big thing I'm already into. Uh, it looks like with this, if you have the iOS version of it on your phone or iPad, you can actually scan a business card mm. and it will create a contact automatically directly for you, which I, I, I love. That. I think that's great. Yep. So um, that Do you to me, buy business I, cards anymore. I, well, that's the thing. I hate business cards. I, I really, I'm just, I'm done with them. I've got a whole drawer full of them. I, people give me, uh, I've gotten to the point now where I, I try to quickly just put them in the computer and not throw them away. Yeah. Yep. Um, this would make it that much nicer and just yep. snap it and go. So that's, that's nice too. Yep. Um yep. so that is card hop made by FlexiBits. You can go to FlexiBits.com. They make card hop, they make Fantastical, which is also the calendar app that uh, Brian has talked a lot about before. Yep. And um yeah, so that's very cool.
0: Yeah, well i like that. so let's just go ahead and maybe even make my uh make my uh my bits here flexi bits because i think that what they do is really really good and now you will you will pay for it it is a uh it is a paid uh app so you can try it for free Um, but if you're like me and the functionality of dropping it down from the menu makes it all worth it uh and that's that's honestly the reason that i went with fantastical to begin with is i wanted a drop down calendar because i find myself so often wanting to see the calendar but i want to see it quickly just to say oh listen. You know, it's going to, I need to contact with you next Thursday. What is next Thursday? I want to see that very quickly in in a, in a menu bar um, app is what allows me to do that. So yeah, flexibits if you're interested in that.
1: All right. That is Brian's first pick. So Alan,
0: would you like to carry on and see if you can beat that?
1: Well, I will see your menu bar app and I will up you or I guess I'll, I'll see it. I'll match it. I'll, I'll, Ah, what was the word? Yeah, well, it.
0: you'll see it. You'll see it. Yeah, see it. I mean, you know, it's it's We have to see whether or not you're upping it. I'm not, so yeah.
1: I'm not saying it's upping it. I'm okay. just saying I'm, I'm going to stay in that menu bar area. Uh, so okay. you already I described like the whole menu bar, and you kind of got to a point where I thought you were going to recommend the same thing. I'm going to recommend because <laughs> you're talking about all the things that can go up in your menu bar. Yeah. Me personally, I don't like all those icons up there. I uh, I think they can they can get overwhelming, and especially if um there are times I have to shrink my screen. I have to go to a lower resolution on my monitor for some reason. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I do with some of the broadcast work I do. And, uh, you know, if you have too many icons up in that menu bar, it's like some of them don't even appear anymore. You, you can't find them because your resolution had to get so low on your, on your screen. So all that, I just, I'm not a big fan of it. I don't tend to keep a lot of things down in my dock in the bottom. I don't tend to keep a lot of things up in the menu bar. If anything, I try to make sure nothing pops up there that doesn't need to be there. So I'm turning off a lot of the icons and saying, I don't want to see time machine icon up there. I don't want to see some of these other things, but I do need that information. And, I, and, and there are times I'm like, well, I really would like for it to be up there. I just don't want all the clutter. So I resisted for the longest time uh, any new menu bar apps or these apps that say they're going to organize your menu bar up there. But I finally broke down and started using Bartender. And mm, okay. the main reason there is because they've made some changes in the way they do it. I'll, I'll explain. The idea of just what it will do is take all of those I- I- icons that show up in your menu bar that are just different functions that try to display information up there, volume, and, um, let me pull it up. I already forgot what they are. Hold on. Uh, you got, um, you know, you got your uh, like clean my Mac has an an icon that they like to put up there, and I had that up in my menu bar. Uh, your sound, your sound volume is up there. Uh, sometimes your Wi-Fi network. Now some of these things have moved to the control panel on the Mac, the little drop-down control panel, which is fine. But the control panel is just Mac-related things. It's not, you know, you can't put any third-party things on there. But there's a few other tools that I use, like a VPN. Uh, like some other things, time machines up there still, and I just I wanted to get that all cleaned up, and uh, I didn't care for bartender for a while because it, all it did it seemed like as you tried to go and kind of click up there and another drop down menu came down to see those items, or else it actually just expanded them out back into the menu bar, almost like it was hiding them. You click bartender and it would just show them, and then you have to go vanish them again. Mm-hmm. What Bartender, what i found now, and maybe this is relatively new, but their quick reveal, which is what I think is great, is that so basically you can tr- install Bartender and say, all right, take all of my menu bar items, and I want you to kind of group them together, and I want you to hide them. And so now I've got one icon up there that I can specify from a ser- several choices what I want up there. Now, if I even go up there and just roll over that item, it actually one of the options you have now is it can drop down or directly underneath your menu bar, a little pop-up window that has all of your menu bar icons. Hmm. So I can still get access to them and see them, but it doesn't just kind of push everything aside and start cluttering up that menu bar even more. Another thing I really like is that you can specify in the preferences and say, if there are certain things that I do want you to show the menu bar icon up in the menu bar, when something is happening. So for example, if I say, um, time machine, like or or my battery, um, my battery power, I can say to bartender, look, I want you to show me my battery indicator when I'm running on battery up in that top menu bar. But if I'm plugged in, don't show it to me because I don't care. If I'm plugged in, I'm not needing to watch anything battery-wise. So it knows that. You can actually say, if it's being used, then show it up in my top menu and don't hide it. But the minute it goes into a state, I don't need to follow it anymore. Uh, you can hide it. So time machine's the same way. If time machine is not running, it doesn't show me the time machine icon up in my menu bar. I can still drop down and see it on the little pop-up bartender screen, but just, I can actually pick and choose which ones I want to see up in the menu bar. When something's applicable that I would need to see for it. You just see what I'm saying? Yep. Just a lot more options, which is what I think when I tried bartender, like probably with version one years and years ago, I, I just, it, it just, seem like an extra step for me to, to manage those, those things. Now that I can customize and pick and choose what I want in my menu bar and when I think it's great. So like, for example, I just have my uh, my search icon. My magnifying glass is still in my menu bar that stays up there no matter what, because I'm always clicking up to it or doing a keyboard command for it. Everything else is tucked underneath in a, a, a pop up bartender win- window. But I do say if I'm running off a battery, show me the battery icon in the mini bar. Mm. If I'm being backed up on Time Machine, show me that icon. Um, and there's a couple other examples of things that I want to see if something is happening. It's okay to put that icon in the mini bar. So I, I love the flexibility of it, it does feel cleaner to me. And I feel like if I look in the menu bar, I'm actually seeing things that I need to be paying attention to at that moment and not just having to find an icon in a whole array of things. So, very cool.
0: Very cool. Yeah. Yep. So, I, it's been a long time since I had used Bartender. Yeah. And I appreciate you bringing that up. And while you spoke there, I downloaded it, installed it, and, uh, and ans- actually answered the question I was going to ask you, uh, mm-hmm. which was if I have a keystroke already that I love for fantastical dropping down the calendar. Will it work if it's now within bartender and the answer is yes. Yes, Yes. it Mm -hmm. is, which is actually really cool because I just did the, did the keystroke and it drops down in the far right, which is actually kind of cool because usually if I have all those menu icons up there, it drops down underneath that icon, which happens to be further over in the screen. Now it's over at the far right, exactly where I Mm -hmm. want it off to the side no, that's, that's great, Alan. Yeah. You, you may have, you may have won, one the day on this one.
1: On, yeah, wow. Yeah. So call the papers, hot off the press. This is I, news said going on. I said
0: may, I said may, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. still thinking about it.
1: I've still I'm got another one, to, another one to pull yeah. out here in a minute. Uh, but that's bartender. Um, it is $15. Yeah. But uh, if you are one of those uh, people that we love that are like us and use the set app um, membership, bartender is part of the set app membership so if you pay that fixed fee per month you have access to bartender you can download and install it right now so uh i'm, a, cool. I'm a fan of the uh, set app as we will mention again and that may be coming up again with my second pick as well so, yeah <laughs> nice all right all right Brian, what's uh wow. what's your second uh, pick for us well
0: we are we are two for two here um I think we've done a pretty good job with, uh, with our first two. Uh, my second one is a little bit different. Um, it is, uh, so it's a service. Okay. But it's a service that's free or at least there is a free version of it, which is what I use. Okay. Um, and let me, let me, let me give you the the situation and why I went looking for this type of app, uh, probably about two years ago. So, uh Along with what I had spoken about earlier with Fantastical and all that calendar, you know, is a pretty important part of our, our, our digital lives, right? Mm -hmm. Putting, putting events on the calendar, uh, trying to put meetings on the calendar, right? Trying to give ourselves, um, the opportunity to, to remember that something's coming up and kind of, uh, booking that. Well, so as a, um, as a professor, one Mm -hmm. of the things that I do often is have to meet with my students And let me give you the uh, scenario that is that absolutely used to drive me nuts. And Mm -hmm. uh, and this is something when I meet with students initially, uh, I'll tell them this is my big pet peeve, uh, which is they send me a message that says, you know, Professor Jackson, I'd like to meet with you about blah, blah, blah. Can I meet with you? So what do I have to do? I have to send a message back Mm -hmm. that says, yes, you can meet with me. When would you like to meet? They send a message back, well, here's what I have. And I sent a message that said, this is what I have. And they said, no, that doesn't work. We go five or six times before something mm-hmm. actually works out. Um,
1: a complete Ryan, waste I, of time. I I just started breaking out in the hives as you were describing <laughs> that, that situation.
0: Oh, it's 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 maddening, right? And, it's, no, and, and no, I, I understand it. It's, it's respectful. Everybody wants yeah, to be respectful right. and have the other person to throw out times. But you, you go don't back want to be the guy right? that
1: just says two o'clock on Monday and That's just throw it I out have. there without even know if, exactly. if they be available. I get
0: exactly. It. Yes, yep. Get it. So let me let me tell you how I fix that for myself. And 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 by the way, there's a very specific way because we, you know, at my university, we're using a Microsoft Exchange um, uh, Outlook type of uh, server, which means, of course, other faculty could see my calendar, or at least could see when I was available and schedule times, all that. Mm-hmm. But I decided I wanted to get totally past that and get rid of the email scenario uh, that I just uh, represented. So, what I started using is a service called You Can Book Me. And okay. it's called it's You Can is the website. Okay. All one word You Can Book.me. Mm-hmm. And when you set up your, your account on You Can Book Me, um, it basically says, tell us what your calendar is. And if you want to connect us to your calendar, we will make sure that if there's something already on your calendar, we will not make that time available for someone to sign up. Okay. So it allows you to create a website or not create a website. It creates a website for you of just your calendar. And so when now at the bottom of my signature and on my syllabi for my students and all of that, I'll say, feel free to grab a time on my calendar. I give them the link, which is, I personally made it, Brian Jackson at youcanbookme.com or something like that. I can't remember. I have to, have to look up the actual name. But they they can go to that link, and all it shows is all the available slots on my calendar. So they can see, okay, tomorrow looks like he has an 8, 8, 8 a.m., an 8.30, uh, a 4 p.m. and a 4.30. They click on the link or click on the, mm-hmm. the one that they want. It comes up and says, just tell me your name. Tell me the reason we're meeting. And uh, tell me, uh, uh, I think you got to put in your email address. Once they do that, it automatically jumps on my calendar, adds Mm -hmm. something on my calendar that says meeting with so-and-so. It sends me an email that says so-and-so just scheduled a meeting. Mm -hmm. Sends them an email that says you just scheduled a meeting with Dr. Jackson at this time. And Mm -hmm. that's it. Right? They're on my calendar. And I purposely open up that time so that they could... Potentially schedule something for a 30 minute meeting or an hour meeting, whatever. So there is no back and forth needed whatsoever. I've already set up things like, um, well, so when you connect it to a calendar, here's kind of the cool part. If you connect it to a calendar, let's say I connect it to my Google Calendar. Well, as long as I'm updating my Google Calendar with, Mm -hmm. hey, I don't want to meet anybody on Thursday, block that off put myself a day event that makes me unavailable. It's no longer in the choices for them and it's immediate. Mm. I can go and say my lunch hour is this time and I'm just going to make that a repeated time. You can't book me during that time. The other thing is that the service itself, regardless of your calendar allows you to do work hours. So you can say my work hours are from 8am to 5pm Monday through Friday. That's it. Okay. And 30 minute meeting times is what I'll allow people to grab and also connect to my calendar and don't make available anything where I already have a calendar event. So I've got two things there. One is the hours of the day that I'm allowing eight to five. The other is if I don't have something on my calendar already. So for me, I no longer have to say, here's my office hours come by where I could be sitting there for two hours and nobody shows up. It's like schedule a meeting that works with you. That's on my calendar. I know it works with me because I've already made those times available. Um, You can also do some cool things like I will not let anybody schedule within 24 hours. So once it gets to noon today, they can no longer schedule anything the rest of the day or up until noon tomorrow. So I can't get a last minute meeting that I didn't know about. Right.
1: You, okay, that 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 addresses one question I have.
0: Yeah, that's an option. So and I think you can do it that, up to like 48 hours if you okay, wanted good. to.
1: My fear yeah. was that, you know, I am I go to bed at nine, 11 o'clock at night and I wake up in the morning and like, oh, somebody scheduled me for yep. 8 o'clock in the morning. Perfect. No, um, no. You okay, can, good. I make that. sure you says B. And maybe I'm a unique use case here. Okay, I, I, I keep... Everything work related in my main job, which I feel like is my master work calendar, is on my master google calendar and and all my co- colleagues my my team has access to see what my work calendar looks like, so colleagues can 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 uh you know book my time or schedule something for me on a Google yep. Calendar and all yep. that but there are times I've got clients or the people who we do want to book some time with, and yes, that is a pain going back and forth with times and dates and all yeah. But I also keep up with another calendar, actually two other calendars that I do use to kind of showcase my day of what I'm working on. Um, I assume this can only read off of one calendar.
0: Well, so here, here's, here are the things that make uh, the premium version where you actually pay for it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. I think you can connect multiple calendars in the premium. Okay. In, the, in the free version, you only get one. Uh, I believe uh, the other thing is, if you want multiple blocks of the day, for example, you could say, "Well, I only want, you know, on Mondays eight to f- to, t- to noon, and from Tuesdays from this time to this time." If you don't want just a normal recurring uh, off uh, uh, work day then I think that's also a premium version where you can yeah. really dial in your availability all the
1: time. Well, see, that's right? my other that was my other question. is like, you know, there are some days where I just really, I kind of just want to shut out and work on something for a yep. few hours. And granted, I understand what you said. I could go in and put a
0: half-day block
1: on my work calendar and say I'm yep. out. But, I mean, but for my colleagues, my, my coworkers, I mean, if they need me for something, I will typically try to yep. be available and they can schedule time for me. So I don't want to block it out from them and say hey, yeah. I can't be touched at all. It's more of a I just don't want to set up client meetings or yeah. random meetings on different topics yet. So So in your it, case it might,
0: in your case it might be the two calendar system, right? Of
1: Yeah. I've
0: got my calendar that my colleagues can see and I've got right. this calendar that lives availability and maybe the default is that there's nothing available. And occasionally you open up blocks, you know, for yourself that says right. hey, here's here's some yeah, times where I'm going to allow my, you know,
1: I could definitely see it. I think there's a way to make it work I am a little probably a little more unique use case, but um yeah, I love it though I mean again, I was actually just wrestling with this today. It was annoying and yeah. and what's 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 worse is it's not just the back and forth of hey, here's the time I'm available, oh okay, well, of those times I can do this what what is the worst is that you go back and forth and at some point along the conversation someone misreads or doesn't yeah. really follow your what you said times available so if i say well i'm available from 1 to 5 on thursday and nine to, nine to twelve on Friday, they say, well, great. What about nine a.m. on Thursday? It's like well, that wasn't even an option. <laughs> so, you know, so now I've got to go back again and repeat back you know, the whole uh, yeah. it's just the whole sequence again, and that that's irritating. So yeah, yeah. I've really considered moving to some sort of process like this, and yeah. let people block a thirty minute window just to to meet. And well, know, let me let, let me tell you what the
0: professionalism. Yeah. Uh, that you can produce with this, I think is really great because, mm-hmm. so as you know, and I used to teach tennis lessons and mm-hmm. one of the things that was really annoying was that same thing of back and forth. Hey, I want, you know, Sally to have a tennis lesson. Can you do so-and-so? And it's like, no, I can't do this. Could you do this? Back and forth. This was a great way of saying, by the way, grab any time that's on there. Yeah. Right. And I only maybe make the weekends available for it and say, Hey, there's sure. hour long times plus on there, you can also put, here's my rate. And you know when you sign up, this is what mm-hmm. it is. So there's not this whole That's back good. and forth of what's happening. So there's lots of lots of ways to do it. You can also really tweak and dial in what their response is. So you can actually go in and say, when they when they reserve, what are the questions I want to ask? Like one of the yeah. questions I have on there now with the way COVID has gone is, do you want to meet in person or do you want to meet virtually? Yeah. And I have them select. Is it a virtual mm-hmm. meeting or is it, an, is it in person? Sure. And then if it's an in person, the meeting that they received the little, uh, uh, email confirmation says you're meeting with him at this time on this date in this place. And therefore that's it. All right. So for Good. me, I never have to, to talk to them or communicate with them until it's meeting time, which I think is fantastic. So I,
1: I tell you what, I'm actually already seeing another use case and I'm going to get very specific, but, uh, um, I produce a show, a, uh, online TV show basically uh, that happens every week and we are constantly booking guests to do interviews and the interviews can be time, certain hours of, of certain days uh, we have a very limited window we say basically from like four to six p.m we can do interviews with celebrities or other comedians or whatever it may be that we're going to connect with and trying to schedule those is the most maddening because schedules are just so, so random everywhere And yeah, But we also have the same Zoom link that we would send people to have them do the virtual interview with us, the same instructions, the same everything. So it sounds like I could actually set this up for even just that project and say, 4 to 6 p.m. these three or four days a week, this is our available time. And you can schedule a 30-minute interview, grab one, and once you grab it, here's the Zoom link. Here's the information you need to know to get prepped for it. We're going to be online. We'll see you at that time. Okay, that's pretty good. That's yep. nice. Yep. I can definitely use that. You can yep. book me. Okay. Very you good, can, Brian. Yep. Nice. You can me. Nice. Yep. Thank you. Now, you sent me the link for your You Book Me page, which is nice. I do, I do
0: not want you so, to click on new things. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted you to I'm, see it.
1: <laughs> I was just going to say, if you wake up tomorrow morning and all of your time slots are booked. <laughs> Brian, well, that- I, have a, I have access to a lot of email addresses, so I can set up a <laughs> whole lot of appointments. <laughs>
0: Well, as long as those meetings actually don't happen, that's probably yeah. a wonderful actually, thing. Each of, just, each of them is just each
1: of them's just going to be me sitting there, "Hey Brian, what's up?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So All right. You can book.me. Uh,
1: you can book.me. Got it. Yep. Awesome. Love it. Okay. So, my last one may seem like the most trivial thing in the world. But I have already found so much use out of it in just the last week since I installed it. It is another app on the set app subscription, but you can also get it uh, somewhere else. I'm actually really quick. I, I meant to look and see exactly who makes this app because it's another Mac app. We're staying kind of in the Mac the Mac world today. Well, um, that w- that would company, have
0: required that would have required some research from you. So obviously that yeah. going to happen, yeah.
1: Um, okay, so the company is Yak. YAC, and the app is called the Lift Browser. Okay. L I F T, Lift Browser. This is all it does. It creates a little floating window browser that you can move around and place anywhere on your screen you want for watching video content. And it stays on the top of everything the whole time you have it up. Mm. So, US Open was going on recently in the last week or so, Brian. I watch tennis. I love watching having tennis play while I'm doing work because it's the kind of thing where I feel like I can actually multitask with tennis. You know, I can actually do work and still be kind of following the tennis uh, in, the, in the corner. But I always hate having to kind of block off an entire part of my screen. I use a dual monitor at the office. I got to keep this whole corner open and not bring any windows up or overlap it because then I got to move them around to, to keep the, 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 the video screen open. Well, with this, I can just put it up in a corner and it's always going to be at the top. Hmm. So even if I move a window around, the windows stay behind it. Now I can move this video window wherever I want on my monitor, but that's all it does. So you it actually comes already like with presets for some of the standard video players. Netflix, YouTube, um what are some other ones? Um shoot. Um yeah, it's got YouTube, Netflix, Hulu, Plex, kind of already like set up with you know, little little icons. So when you open up the Lyft browser, it opens up a window. It has these shortcuts and you can create your own too like i actually created one that went to the apple keynote when the keynote was going on last week so that way it played in that window while i was working and once you've logged into your service the first time um then it basically shows you like if you go to netflix you see the netflix interface and you choose the video you want to watch and then it plays within this window browser but again it stays on top of everything else on your computer. So I could move a browser around. I can move windows around. It's always going to stay behind this lift browser. So again, if you are watching something, you're watching a keynote, you're watching a sporting event, or you're watching a live stream of something, and you just want to be able to see it while you're still working, this is the way to do it. And it's the least frustrating way i found to do it. And um, so anyway, that's Lyft, lift L um, I I think it's free, but I know it's part of the, the set app. But I mean, right now I can go and download the app from the web. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's $5, $5 okay. app. Okay, So you can uh, pay the $5 or more. I mean, they let you pay more if you want to just to support them. But $5 is what you got to spend to get it. And uh, you download it. And it's uh, super easy at that point. So, um, I, you know, again, it's a simple program. It's amazing. So how, how would I app. find That's that, Alan? How would I find it uh, on Setup or um, no or
0: on our website? No, I've actually moved away from Setup, by the way, uh, for a while. So, oh, you, oh, you have. Yeah, okay. I have. I and I'm feeling very bad about it right now. But uh, well, listen,
1: Yak Yak is the website. Okay, it's y a c Okay, and if you go yep. to their, um, f- uh, I just did a search for Yak like y a c and then lift. Okay, and it takes you to the lift browser. And it just says, watch floating how-to videos and movies while Very you young. work. Mm-hmm. That's it. $5. Go. You download it. Um, I don't know. I just, again, when I first read about it, I'm like, well, that's stupid. It's like, I can I can, <laughs> I can, can just play a video like on my screen and I don't see why I need to pay for this. But then I realize, oh, that's right. Because I always get frustrated when I yep. open up a new window to do around, something and right? it overlaps the video. And then I got to move around to keep everything organized. This takes care of that. So um, the Lyft browser, um, it, it's it's a little on the quirky side. I've noticed a couple times I've had to kind of fiddle with it a bit. But, you know, once you get it set up and once you get it playing the video, it's pretty solid after that. It plays the video solid all the way through, and it does what it's supposed to do. It keeps it on the top of your, your screen.
0: and uh, so it sounds like a great way to waste time. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, to, uh, I
1: tend to say stay away from that, work. That, I tend to say that I was going to watch something anyway. This actually helps save time and frustration from me having to move, constantly move things mm-hmm. around to be able to keep watching it.
0: Okay. All right. That's the
1: way I justify it to myself.
0: You know what? I'll go with that. I'll go with that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. So, anyway, that's Lyft Browser by YAC, Y A C dot com. Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: I like it. I like it. So, let's see. We've had Card Hop, we've had mm-hmm. Bartender. Both ways in which we can make creative use of our menu bar and yep. uh, utilize that. You've got youcanbook.me, which allows other people to schedule times with you without having the maddening emails and texts back and forth to try to schedule something. And then you have Lift Browser by Yak, yep. which allows you to... Uh, effectively uh, take your mind away from your work and, uh, yes. <laughs> and make sure that it does not get covered up. The things that you want to watch, you do not want to cover
1: those. Make up. sure your work <laughs> doesn't distract Comes you first. from your video watching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it! I love yeah, it.
1: That's what it is. That's what it's for. Nice. Um, yeah, I think we had some pretty good. Uh, I think we had some pretty good picks. Pretty right. Good. The fact that you and I both are like have now like looked at. Or installed things that we each have recommended to each other, totally. um, means it's a pretty successful night, right?
0: Well, you know what's also really nice is that neither one of us cost each other a lot of money. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. So I think five dollars, five You can book me as a service, but it's free, right? If you want to yeah. use it that way. Mm-hmm. Bartender's fifteen, so yeah. you're up to twenty. You're twenty dollars, right? Twenty bucks. And what was called card hockey? hop? Oh gosh, you know I probably should have looked at that initially. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see card hop is well it's try for free but it is um, hmm. it is three dollars and 33 cents per month for an individual hmm. <laughs> three dollars and
1: 33 cents so, no, i'm not sure why 40, they it. 40 bucks a year
0: 40 bucks a year yeah. So, and and that's an annual thing. So, if you just went for per month, it's five dollars. So, if you went with annually, so I think they're saying yeah, you pay forty, you get the year
1: forty. To but 40 I will five say, dollars. you know, that's
0: that's yeah. what the company Flexibits has gone to. Um, and I'm very reluctant on doing subscriptions on anything. I think you and I have talked about that uh, mm-hmm. before. I hate to commit to something that's monthly unless I know it's good. And Fantastical is really good, uh, and I have paid them yearly uh, for the last couple of years, um, and I would say this is this is pretty good. I'm not saying it's it's not Fantastical level, but simply because contacts are not as important to me as they're not as
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: But it is, it works really well and, uh and yeah, I'm paying for it. So that's, that says something uh when I'm, right. when I'm decide to pay. So that's great. Alan. Very that's, that's cool. cool.
1: All right. Yeah. Four really good app picks on this month's brothers and tech suggestions. Uh Yes, they were Mac centric for the most part. I think three of the four of them were Mac apps. And again, we, Apologize if you're not a Mac user out there. I, some of these probably have some pretty good Windows equivalents that do very similar things. Uh, but we are Mac guys at heart, so that's just kind of where our tendency is going to pull to most of the time. Um, I'll tell you this, though. If anybody out there has some great Windows versions or apps that do similar things to what we're describing, I'd love to hear them because, you know, I do I do use Windows from time to time. And I like to keep things as much in a uh, parity As possible with one another. So I'd invite you to write in, let us know if there are some Windows apps, if you're a Windows user that kind of have the same functionality of what we just described with the three apps that we talked about on the Mac side, that would be uh, great to hear. And if Brian, if somebody was willing to do that, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I'm sorry. I just, I have to say this because I feel... You know, as people know who have listened to this for a while, I'm the one who does research here. Alan does zero research, all right? He, he basically Wait, wings it, um, you know. We're, and, we're
1: supposed to do research? I thought yeah, we just well, okay. got, I thought we just hopped online and just winged it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: well, obviously you do. And you do it really well, Alan. You, do, no, you wing it really, really no, well.
1: I pride myself on that. Okay,
0: so typically I do my research, and obviously I did not do enough research on this. So even better, Alan, uh, Flexibits, when I mentioned the $3.33 uh, a month, that's for you both, both apps. apps you get both, both apps, apps yes okay right all that's right. fantastic cow and card hop so all right,
1: that's pretty yeah, good
0: absolutely fantastic yeah fantastic cow yes it is right it is well right. so anyway uh, if you have uh, if you have questions if you have concerns if you have uh, corrections things that uh, that we brought up that uh, you'd like to uh, argue with us about, Um, well, if that's anything else, Brian had wrong,
1: (laughs) anything else, Brian had wrong in his research or forgot to mention, please put
0: those in bold uh, letters. When you (laughs) send us an email at, uh, info at the mesh.tv info at the mesh.tv. And, uh, you know, we're always looking for new cool, uh, apps or services or, uh, hardware, something that could be useful, uh, for our purpose, which is the home, uh, technology. So, let us know some things that we could bring up as uh as future uh, bits, so that's info at the mesh.tv.
1: perfect sounds good. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up this uh, episode this week, and we will be back uh next week. Um, I think uh do we know what we're talking about? We know what we're talking mm-hmm. about right
0: I think we do it's It's a big announcement big announcement that just came out big uh update for yeah. iOS Right. Again,
1: we're going to be we're going to be camping yeah. out in the Mac world, yeah. or at least in the uh, iPhone, iPad world a little bit more. So again, sorry for all of you that are not iPhone or iPad users, but maybe listen and just at least hear what the Apple side's doing. And um, we'll, we'll try to do the same when Windows uh, rolls around with their new version at some point, right? Yep. We'll do yep. that, Brian. Absolutely. Sure. Why not? Yep. All right. So we'll be talking about the new latest version of iOS that just came out at the next episode. So. Until then, we will talk to you later. Take care. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment,